Welcome to the Success with Employees podcast by The People Mentor. Happy listening. Hello. Are you sitting comfortably? Welcome to my latest podcast in the Success with Employees series. It's tough to have a tough conversation. You want to be direct, but you don't want to seem disrespectful. You want to get your point across, but you don't want to offend the other person. Today, I want to talk about maintaining respect in the workplace when having a tough or difficult conversation. It can be hard to find the right balance, but it's important that you do. If you're not careful, things can quickly spiral out of control and end up hurting relationships. But with some practice, you can learn how to have tough conversations in a way that maintains respect for both parties involved. How do you deal with conflict at work without losing your call? Conflict is inevitable in the workplace. Whether it's between colleagues or bosses or subordinates, it can cause friction and hurt feelings. So as such, it's really important to manage conflict effectively. Conflict resolution is a skill that I really believe everyone needs to master. If you want to have a productive working relationship, you need to be able to resolve conflict professionally. Why respect is important. Respect should be shared with everyone we meet, regardless of how different they might seem to us. We shouldn't bully others or harass them. Mutual respect leads to improved well-being and decreased sick absence. Trust and openness leads to collaborative decision-making. Creativity, problem-solving and innovation leads to a workplace that demonstrates not only quality, but it also ensures that the business doesn't stand still. And really important, respect leads to retention of your valued employees. And fairness and ethical behaviour lead to a reputation for being trustworthy. So why does mutual respect matter? Think about trying to work, collaborate and be creative with a person you don't trust or respect. Lack of mutual respect not only just gets in the way of our work, but it also damages our relationships and our self-esteem. And it can lead to illegal or unethical behaviour, such as the bullying or harassment. In one business... I was part of, there was a lack of respect for older workers. Generally, their views were ignored and opportunities were scarce until a report was carried out by an outside consultant and then it highlighted the lack of respect in the organisation generally and work was undertaken to rectify this. So however different people are from you, respect them as otherwise you are losing out on opportunities and insights Plus, it can diminish your reputation and that of the business. So how can you encourage respect? Encourage your people to explore one another's beliefs, behaviours and preferences. The perceptual positions technique 
is a great one to use to boost empathy and discover others' viewpoints. So we can use different perspectives to help us understand ourselves and others. When we do so, we become so much more open-minded and flexible. There are three basic positions. The first position is your own shoes. The second position is you stand in the other person's shoes. And the third person is when you become a neutral observer. When you're in the first position, in your own shoes, you process information through your own map of the world. Your own values, beliefs, feelings and needs are in the centre of that thinking. You are directly experiencing the situation. When you're in the second position, when you're standing in the other person's shoes, you are empathising with them and perceiving the world from their point of view. You are also directly experiencing the situation, but you're doing so from the other person's perspective. And when you're in that third position, the neutral observer, you observe the situation from a neutral standpoint. You don't get caught up in your own needs, feelings and emotions. You are able to step back and see things objectively. So, yeah, it can seem really hard to shift between these three positions because you need to be flexible. And when you're flexible, you can switch between them quickly and easily. There is a fourth position, observer position. Here, you actually observe the observer. And you become aware of how you're perceiving the situation. You are able to see your own biases and prejudices. You are able to understand why you behave the way you do. And this is a really great position to be in. So how can you show respect? Well, respecting people means treating them with dignity and courtesy, listening to what they say and not interrupting them unless it's important. It means being really honest and fair and avoiding gossip and backbiting. It means accepting people as they are without trying to change them. It also means showing empathy and compassion towards others, even when they make mistakes. And it includes acknowledging their strengths and weaknesses and helping them to grow and improve. People are often disrespectful out of carelessness and ignorance. Active listening and mindful listening skills are also helpful tools to enhance communication and understanding. However, we need to remember it is difficult to see the whole picture when you do not share the same experiences as others. There are many different types of social situations that are difficult to talk about. Some are very private, while others may be open to everyone. People who do not feel comfortable talking about certain topics should not be pressurised into sharing. So here are five tips for your next difficult or hard conversation. Think about your opening line. Plan your opening line. Consider the impact it's going to create. You want an atmosphere where you can have an open and honest conversation. It's therefore crucial you don't put the other person's back up right from the word go. The next one is be curious 
and ask lots of open-ended questions and listen attentively. You do want your team member's perspective, as we all have different views of situations and events. Number three, appreciate differences. It is important to remember that we are all different and we've had different upbringings and in turn our beliefs and approaches will be different. From experience, being tolerant is key to relationships in the workplace. Sometimes a team member in your conversation will drop in that there is an issue that is affecting their performance and behaviour at work. Often we can have had no experience in these areas and it is okay to say you need to get some support and help to ensure you are approaching the issue in the best way for both the business and the team member. It is okay to ask experts for advice. There are organisations that can help you to discuss issues or sometimes it may need referral to occupational health. As a manager and leader, your role is to signpost your team members to the right place for help. Don't feel upset if you haven't got the answers as it is better to defer to experts. Number four, maintain boundaries. It is so easy to feel as if you need to be open to such a degree that your boundaries are breached and you start to feel uncomfortable. Not everything is appropriate to share at work, especially if you want to avoid creating tension or embarrassing co-workers. Campaigning for political office, arguing with others, or trying to change someone else's point of view is inappropriate at work. I remember a time when the team got into a political debate. In hindsight, I realised my manager and I should have changed the subject, but instead I joined in and it left a really bitter aftertaste. It really wasn't worth bringing up and it left a feeling of a big gap to get over. Politics can cause unnecessary tensions and put mutual respect at stake. Be careful to make sure that any information you share is useful and not disruptive. Maintaining clear personal boundaries helps you to know if another person is encroaching on yours as well. You can also see when you cross the line with other people. It is worth pointing out that often body language can often give you an insight into when you have overstepped the mark. Number five, be a role model for respect. Respect is the most important factor in effective team building. Diversity and equality requires you to be an involved manager who challenges unacceptable behaviours. Whatever level you're at, you can influence others by working on your own self-awareness and managing your own biases. You should work on being more accepting, inclusive and welcoming to others. Showing the accepting, inclusive and inviting behaviours will make a difference. Becoming better at having tough conversations is possible and it's crucial because it can be the difference between good working relationships with valued employees and damaged relationships with employees who are disengaged. Learn to have difficult conversations without the drama. With the right preparation, you can feel confident and in control. The free guide to difficult conversations is a blueprint for preparing and having those difficult conversations. 
It will help you know what to do when things go wrong. Follow the tips in the booklet and you'll be on your way to managing a harmonious, high-performing and productive team. Go to www.thepeoplementor.co.uk forward slash guide to managing difficult conversations. Well, that's it for today. I hope you've got some good tips from today's podcast. And I'll see you next time for the next one in the series. Thank you for listening. Take care. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you need any help or advice, please contact Nicola on Nicola Richardson at thepeoplementor.co.uk. The People Mentor, driving your business forward through the Success with Employees membership for small employers.